Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. Is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world? Do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary? Then you are on an Excelsior journey and you are not alone. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. My name is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to all of these great stories that I've been compiling over the past couple of years, talking to so many great, talented people. And if you haven't subscribed yet to the show, you can find us on eight different platforms now. We are not only on Apple and Google Podcasts, we're also on Podbean, which is its home base. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, And most recently, iHeartRadio and, drumroll, Amazon. That's right. We are on Amazon right now. So you can actually tell your Echo Dot. And I'm not going to mention her by name because she's right next to me. But uh, but you'll be able to tell her to play the Excelsior Journeys podcast. And the most recent one will go ahead and start up. So just letting you know that you can go ahead and do that. In addition to doing this and also the audiobook narrating, I'm also an author. And I have a few titles already to mine with, um, with part three of the Excelsior journey, greater glory currently in development. And I am still doing it as my national novel writing month project for November of 2020. Um, I am behind of course, but at the same time, I do intend to rally and get that draft finished up by the end of this month. And by being involved with the writing community, I've been introduced to so many great authors, so many great indie authors, and the real kind of hub where I have met so many of them is from a wonderful convention that comes into, that's been in St. Louis every September for this year, obviously, uh, for the past several years called PenCon. And uh, PenCon is run by Rick and Amy Miles. I've mentioned them before. Um, they get all the shout outs. They are amazing people to work with and just really good people in general. And they have basically put together an atmosphere that I don't know where they are getting as many fans of books as they are getting, but God bless them for it because the amount of fan of fans, readers, whatever you want to call them, they come into to that hotel and it's like the stock exchange. They are just, they're scattered around. They are excited about meeting their favorite authors. They're excited about meeting new authors. And that excitement bleeds over quite a bit into us, the authors themselves, because not only do we get to meet prospective readers, not only do we get to share our books with them, but we also get to meet a whole lot of other authors that will be incredibly inspiring to see their sort of success. And I'm so thrilled to have one of those here with me. Uh, Cameo Renee is a USA Today bestselling author. She has been writing since 2011. Uh, She has been, uh, she's just been churning out one story after another. It's been just a real thrill to kind of watch her from the sidelines and see how she is constantly just um, building this incredible fan base for herself. 
and for indie authors in general, because uh, she has proven to be just as giving with uh, with her knowledge as anyone else. And so it was just a no brainer to have her here with us this week to share her Excelsior journey. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my privilege to introduce to you Cameo Renee. Cameo, how are you? Hi, I'm so, so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I, I really, really appreciate it. So let's start with, um, with the next book in your catalog. You have one that's coming out soon. Uh, is that right? I understand it was supposed to come out in November, but it's been pushed back a little bit. It has been pushed back a little bit with everything that's been going on. Uh, I don't know. It's, I, it, the time just came down to it and the book is not ready under my standards. I mean, I could probably publish it and, you know, but under the way that I see the book, it's, it's not ready, like in my eyes. So I'm not going to publish something that I don't think is good enough. <laughs> I'm very picky that way. <laughs> well, that's, that's great. That's, that's something that a lot of people, especially with National Novel Writing Month, um, in, in, since we're right in the middle of that, Yes. Uh, that's something that a lot of people really need to remember because there are so many of them that are still under the belief that on November 30th, they finish and on December 1st, they upload to Amazon. Right. Couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it takes a lot. To, uh, I mean, just writing the book is just the first part, but there are so many steps, you know, that there's the first draft, the second draft, you know, that the self-editing, then putting it through to, I put mine through to my beta readers, then I go mm -hmm. to my editor. And then um, at the end, after it's fully edited, it goes through maybe two or three rounds of edits. Then wow. I send it back to my beta readers to go over one more time to see if they can pick up anything, uh, you know, that sticks out like misspelled words or something mm -hmm. like that. <laughs> so it goes through a lot of rounds, <laughs> a lot of eyes. <laughs> So that that's so that's great. So that actually kind of ties into what I was going to ask later on. But this is actually a great time to bring it up. What is your? You said you have beta readers. You have an editor. Obviously, yes. you have a cover designer. Correct. Mm -hmm. I do. Yes. Um, cover designer, formatter. Now, are you are you an indie pub uh, indie publisher yourself, or are you working yes. with a with a publisher? I am actually self-publishing right now. I do have some of my books with a small press, but um, I've been self-publishing recently. So <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And so, um, so yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's a great team. And that's something that a lot of people really need to remember is that it is not a one-man operation. It cannot be a one-man operation no. because if it is- It takes a village. <laughs> exactly. It's, you know, so, so what's your, I, I've seen some people that have just, it's mind blowing the kind of productivity that they can do, that they can provide. Yes. Um, even, even with their team, you know, they can go ahead and mm -hmm. still spit out a new book every few months. What is oh, your, yeah. what is your, what's your pace? My pace, um, it's actually picked up a lot since I started. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think just learning the, just having um, a set uh, pace, you know, where you write the book and then, you know, the, the different um, areas that come next, you know, the editing and all of that. And then the formatting and, 
you know, then the uploading. Uh, so you, you kind of have a time. Mine is usually, I would say right now I'm about six months in um, from wow. book to book. That's great. That is, yeah, that is it's that's not a real, too bad. and that's I mean, really good. Cause you're not like overloading them by throwing right. one book after another out at them. Exactly. And I'm, I am actually one of those snail writers. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, hey, I mean, I have most of my friends can pump out a book in like three months. They're like publishing, they're like writing and then uh, publishing a book within three months. And I'm like, oh my, how on earth can you do that? You're, you're talking to someone <laughs> it blows who, my mind. Who wrote, who wrote a sequel. You're talking to someone who wrote a sequel in five <laughs> years. I get it. So yeah, <laughs> I definitely get it. Yeah. So before we, yeah. So before we go back to the beginning of everything, before mm -hmm. you get to actually tell us your full Excelsior journey, what is the title of this book and does it fall into a, an ongoing series? It does. It, it's actually um, book two of the Air of Blood and Fire series. Um, mm -hmm. Of the Blood was the first. It's a dark fantasy um, kind of paranormal it's vampires witches elementals it's a uh, pirates a lot it's a lot of fun <laughs> pirates it's a lot too. going no, on cool. but it's a really fun story <laughs> very nice very nice so let's go back to the very beginning of everything this is what i like to call the lightning bolt moment we all have those mm -hmm. when yes. you have that sudden epiphany when you have a either experience or you're seeing someone or meeting someone or hearing something or whatever that just gives you that glitch in, in you that just says like, this is where I want to go. This is the direction I want to go in. That's what I want to be. That's what I want to be a part of. What was that for you? Okay. Well, I started, you know, um, after my kids were grown and uh, they went through high school or they were still in school when actually I was doing short stories and I never thought my, of myself as being a writer, like to actually write a novel and publish one. I just thought I would be, I just like to write. Um, it yeah. was something that from grade school, creative, we had creative writing in our, in my grade school up until high school. Cause it was, a, um, I went to a private school and they had a lot of mm -hmm. creative writing and that was my favorite. <laughs> and, you know, so as I got older, <laughs> I didn't write at all until after my kids you know, were in school and they were getting older. And then I just said, you know what, what do I want to do? Because it's, you know, they're getting older. And then I thought about writing and I love reading. I mean, I've been reading since I could, I could read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> since I knew the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, uh, the, my epiphany was when, um, I guess it was I when I joined the online community, I had so much good feedback from my short stories that I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to write a full length novel. And back then I wasn't on social media. I mean, Google was my best friend. I mean, I Googled how to set up my everything. <laughs> really? Nice. I mean, how to, how to start a book. How do I start mm -hmm. writing a book? You know, it was like yeah. Google everything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I started writing one. It was a it was a middle grade fantasy because that was like my absolute favorite genre. And yeah. but one night I got I had a dream. It was kind of more like a nightmare. And I woke up and I told my husband this and he said, well, why don't you write it down? And I did. Mm -hmm. And it actually became the beginning of my first novel. 
And that was in my dreams. Yeah. And, you know, it was it's so fun because that novel sparked my Hidden Wings series, which is my best selling series. So, yeah, it's 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 been a wild and crazy ride, but I'm enjoying every minute. of it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's really amazing how so many people have really been inspired by a sudden dream, like a sudden, like literally something that just pops in your mind. Um, I remember hearing the story from the early 80s of James Cameron waking up from a Mm -hmm. fever dream with and the main illustration that, you know, that was burning in his head and he had to get it down was a robotic skeleton with a knife in its hand. (laughs) And like that was the driving force that eventually became the Terminator. Like that just that still blows my mind. The fact that it was just like a dream that just got him started just basically saying this is what you should be doing and right it's, it's, it's all it's almost like it's almost like you're in this position because like you would you just said before that you had started out with doing a lot of short stories mm-hmm. it's basically just like like almost like you you unlocked another achievement save like if you were like in a video game or something right you got to this point where your skills and your experience with doing short stories and your grasp of characterization, all of a sudden, <laughs> just like, okay, now next level novel. Yes. And this is what it's going to wind up being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I thought, you know, if, if I can do a short story, why not try a full length novel? You know, I got to that point where I was comfortable doing the short stories and they were so much fun. And I wasn't sure at first if I could ever do a full length novel and I was kind of afraid to undertake it because it's a lot more (laughs) writing and, you know, uh, it takes a lot more imagination, but um, I did. And it actually did my, my debut novel did way better than I ever thought it would. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That is great. So what were the short stories like? What were they, what were they like in terms of getting you really going? They were all different kinds of things. In that writing community, they would just send you, uh, you know, those little, uh, what is that word? That, you know, a prompt. Exactly. My brain, I'm sorry. I just came to a baseball (laughs) game and I need (laughs) caption. Yes. Perfectly fine. No worries. (laughs) Yes. Like they would fire you out different prompts and you would just have to write story like everybody would just jump on it and write stories and you would get you know everybody would then just go in and kind of read each story and critique it and you know say what could be good and bad and you know there was winners and losers and Mm -hmm. um, it was just it was neat to be a part of it you know to see all the what each imagination can come up with just given one prompt yeah and uh it's almost like going to to the writer's gym you know it's basically what you're doing (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So it's great exercises, you know, writing prompts are great exercises. And um, I just, I loved it so much. And you just, you know, you can just, your your brain just goes to all different ways. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, that, what was the question again? (laughs) Well, what were your your stories about that got you in? Oh gosh, there was some, 
um, there was one that was about, it was a Christmas story about a kid that um, an angel comes in. I don't know. There, it was just like, it was like a magical kind of a thing. Then another mm -hmm. one was like um, somebody had died and they were seeing ghosts. And the, I know there was just, it, I mean, it was across the board. I mean, it was just different kinds of, um, it just wasn't one genre. It was like, a, you know, all kinds of, you know, romance and horror and, you know, yeah. paranormal and <laughs> magic. And <laughs> so it was nice. a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. And I, I, I probably have them somewhere, probably in, probably, I do have a computer that died a long time ago and it's probably in that. <laughs> oh, jeez. So you don't have it on like an external hard drive or anything? It's just I, on? That, it was a long, I mean, I think it was in 2009. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> a long All right. time ago. <laughs> Man, that's, it's amazing. Like oh, just over 10 years ago. And that was really when things really started to ramp up in terms yes. of the publishing world because yes. i i had told i had told the story uh, many times on my own podcast and and others about how my first real exploration of self-publishing was in 2002 when wow. i i i just happened to see a deal from iUniverse that said you know like we'll do all the setup things and uh, for just $200 and we'll upgrade, uh, we'll give you a free upgrade to hardcover. So I was like sold, you know, and wow. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. the, the actual real boost didn't really come until around that time, 2009, when Amazon just all of a sudden got like, here, this is something new where you can actually yes. read a, a whole bunch of different books on this, flat, on this flat, flat tablet thing. Yes. <laughs> and it's just amazing how, how that, how the Kindle really just kind of changed everything. It did. Um, so, so what was your experience like when you were writing that first novel? What was that? Uh, what was that sort of feeling like? Uh, it was um, scary. <laughs> I yeah. really didn't know anything. So, like I said, I googled everything on how to, you know, format it. You know, get it ready. Um, I really didn't even have a formatter. I just uploaded my Word document into Amazon, and they pretty much took it from there. <laughs> They do a good job with it. You know, that's one they thing do. that you really, you really have to, you really have to give it to Amazon. They, they really got things going the way that this, this, this industry would not be the same if that's it weren't correct. for, if it weren't for Amazon. Yes. Uh, so that's something that, something that uh, they, you know, a lot of people have their issues with them, but at the same time, they're the ones that really got it going. Uh, yes. So you got to give them credit for that. That's correct. So, <laughs> so when you, when you were coming up with the, so the core of the story was a, a dream, like you said, but mm -hmm. everything that uh, that came into it, all the different characters, the setting and everything was that, was that a result of the different books that you read when you were younger or as you got older, any sort of movies or anything like that, that served as an inspiration? Um, It probably was, you know, everything that, uh... I kind of have a little bit of everything from, you know, experience in my books, but um, that, you know, I'm a pantser. I do not plot, <laughs> which really? is, which might not be a good thing. <laughs> it's worked for me well, so when, far. When you do, when you do in the first draft, and that's again, something that we just need to make sure that everyone who is doing this, especially everyone who's doing NaNoWriMo right now, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. be that, be that pantser find out where it's going to go and where it's going to yes. take you. 
Um, mm -hmm. And then plot afterwards and then mm -hmm. figure out what, you know, how everything fits into place. But for this right. point, just go for it. You know, just exactly. see where those 30 days are going to take you. Yes, yes. So the, uh, yeah. So with the, so you get through that first draft of, mm -hmm. um, of that first book. And what, did you have a team right then and there? Did you have, uh, did you have any sort of understanding of where to go from there? Well, after you, after my first book, yeah, after I, you finished like oh the first God. draft of the that first draft, um, see, I was new. Like, I really didn't know anything about editors, and you know, mm -hmm. um, because I wasn't on social media. <laughs> right. I think I got in a little bit after that, but I was one of those. Oh my gosh, I wrote a book. I want to publish it right now. There so you I, go. Made, <laughs> I made my fair share of mistakes in the beginning. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I did. I. I actually did put it out. Um, I had a, I, ha I actually emailed a few reviewers to go through it and they said it needs to be edited, which was really nice of them to do, um, to say. So yeah. I, I, I pulled it back. I took it off and uh, really went through it, found an editor, um, had a bunch of people around me read it and uh, go through it. And then when I republished it, it, it just kind of took off. So <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. great. Did you actually did, were you able to reach out to those initial reviewers and say, "Here, can you take a look at this version instead?" Um, there were probably about three or four that I contacted, and um, I did email them back with the the new version. I'm not sure. Okay. It was such a long time ago, so I'm really not sure. What <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> but, well, so much is yeah, so much has definitely happened since then. So yes. Uh, <laughs> So what was, uh, so you, so that first book comes out, you did what you needed to do. You got it into a much better place. Yes. Uh, what was that feeling like when you decided that you were going to do a second one now? And is the second one continuing on with that story or is it starting a new one? The second one was actually starting a new one. It was the first book actually sparked the second one, uh, the hidden wing series is about guardian angels and um so that was the second my second book it was um that one was kind of just i knew what i wanted to write i had these characters in my head that were starting to form um in my head like all these guardian angels and um i kind of knew what i wanted to go what direction and i just started writing and uh, things just started coming together, the plots, the characters, and, and then, you know, as being a, being a pantser, as you write, you kind of see where the story goes. <laughs> yeah. And it's exciting <laughs> to see, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you know, it's going yeah. in a good direction. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and sometimes you get run That's into great. the wall, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. oh my yeah. goodness. But oh, um, yeah. I hardly had any, I, I've had a few experiences hitting a wall, but um, not many. I've been I've been blessed that way. So <laughs> excellent, excellent. So so you have the that second book under mm -hmm. your belt. Now all yeah. of a sudden, are you feeling like you're getting some real momentum building? Yes. Um, after that second book is uh, with the Hidden Wing series, I actually was I went to a small press and um, mm -hmm. she immediately wrote me back like a day later and said, I want your book. 
and I want That's whatever comes after it. So yeah, and from there, I mean, really, it, it's been um, the number one best-selling series for probably ten years. That first book, and uh, in its category, wow, in its category, yeah, and uh, you know, it's been. I think 11, 12 years after later, and it's still doing really well. I think it's in like the top five still. And um, wow. all the rest of the series, I think I have eight in total, and they're all within the top 30 in its category. So that is yeah, fabulous. It's pretty That's exciting. Really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So with that, you you've gotten that sort of now you're really now things are really to move because you have a small press now did they did they say that they wanted your earlier works as well or was it just they from did. that book on they actually wanted everything <laughs> really they wanted everything that came before too yeah well it, it was only that one book in my dreams that came before they actually had it but i asked for that one back because the hitting wings was doing so well that um, I kind of, the other books were kind of taking a back seat and I wanted to, you know, get them a little bit more uh, uh, promotion. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to promote them a little bit more and I wanted the freedom to do that. So, you know, but that the, the publisher of that small press was, I mean, she's a friend of mine. So it worked oh, out. Good. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Now you were talking about promotion, which is... Yeah such a it's such an achilles heel with so many oh people my goodness. including myself you know like i mean i that's the thing that i just me as well I suck, at it. <laughs> I suck at it but at the same time you're the fact that your books are are i don't want to say they're selling themselves because they're in this they're they're in these they're having these great numbers so mm -hmm. how did you first get the word out about this did you just happen to latch onto the right people that they just really kind of took it and word of mouth really kind of built what was the... I think that's what it was um book one I kind of came out like I was one of those like I I put it everywhere like yeah. I made sure it was I did a lot of um blog tours back then like mm -hmm. every blog that I that said that they did a tour, like I was there, like I would say, can I sign up? And, you know, I tried to get in as many as I could just to get it seen. And the second book was actually um, the one that sold the most copies. I think in a month I sold like 9,000 copies or something like that. Wow. It was just a, it was just a ridiculous number. And I, yeah. we were both like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is crazy. But because it was only with Amazon, you know, it was, um, we, we couldn't make any list. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, it was just some really crazy numbers that we were looking at on um, the downloads. And um, I was like, oh my goodness. And I really didn't do anything. I mean, it was just the readers from book one that jumped on book two. And back then, I think I pu published that second book. I think it was in six months, six months after. Yeah. And then um, every... Uh, I think it got down to like every six months and a new one came out. So yeah, it just, uh, it just blew wow. me away. Like we didn't really do any marketing for it either. It, I think it was back then to, you know, 2011 to 2013 was when, you know, the 
it was everything was so much better, so much easier. Yeah. It was easier to sell. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because the markets the market was nowhere near as saturated as it as it is now. Right nowadays, it's you know like you you have to you have to be just like shouting out to the heavens that that you're there, that you have this book and everything. But at yes. the same time, you don't want to be one of those people that's just saying, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. Exactly. And um, you know, these um, days I feel like that, like I hate marketing and I'm, yeah. I, I totally suck at marketing. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> these days it's so hard to market your book because like you said, it is saturated. So it's like you, it's, there's like algorithms and, you know, different things I mean you have to go through so many jump through so many hoops to get your book seen it's like it's ridiculous and it changes all the time yeah so it's 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 hard it's really mm -hmm. hard <laughs> absolutely so so with with that in mind um it was around that time if I'm not mistaken like a couple of years or so after things really started moving with you that um that PenCon came to town yes and that was just an amazing achievement like i didn't start i didn't start going there until 2017 i've been there mm -hmm. three times already and i have my i already have my table paid for for 2021 <laughs> i got my deposit in for 2022 which is uh, according to rick and amy is going to be the last pen con yes that's the one but, i'm gonna be at too <laughs> Oh, good, good. We can finally like be able Yay. to like, you know, see each other in person. Yeah. So, so what? So what was? So when did when did you go to your first one? Did you go to the initial one, or was that? Did you go no. uh, a little bit later than that? I did go a little bit. I think it was 2016 was my first. Oh, nice, nice, and that sort of atmosphere just I love it. Is mind blow it's amazing you want to talk about inspiring i just yes. i just wanted to just like just soak up like all of it as much as possible that's where i got an agent actually in 2018 so wow. it was it's it's you want to talk about validating wow. like that was yes that really really was some really was something special so wow. what was your what, what was that first day for you when when those doors opened and all those readers just start flooding oh, in. Oh my goodness. Wagons. It was mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't even sure. I mean, I was like, oh, you know, I wasn't even sure if a reader would even come to my table. But when yeah. I had a line at my table, I was like, oh my God. Are you really coming to see me? <laughs> that is awesome. That is so cool. That is, that's talk about living the dream yeah, right there. It like, that's is, something that we know, all want. Yeah. And you know, it's so crazy because every time I've been to PenCon, I've sold out, like all my books have really? sold out. So it's like, it's just mind blowing. Like I'm, I, I still like, that is like my favorite um, convention. So. Yeah. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah. And I have never, I've never sold out. I have gotten rid of a lot of my swag. I've gotten, a, you know, oh, I've, yeah. I've dumped a lot of business cards. I've dumped a lot of wristbands, uh, in the past couple of years, the stickers mm -hmm. for, about the podcast, that's all been scooped up by all these readers, mm -hmm. uh, signed a lot of those boards that Rick puts together. God bless yes. him. Those it's, it's an amazing atmosphere. And it really is. It it's is. like the stock exchange, just watching everyone just go and go and go. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so it, what, it is. It's mind blowing. I, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Was that your first taste of being a part of a writer's community in person or were, have you had experiences like that beforehand? 
I went to a couple before. Um, I think uh, there was one in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Utopia. I went to that one. Oh, cool. And but that was what I think I had my first. I only had two books out, and I was still. People were like, "Who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. would walk by my table and like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I still get that. I still get that myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> but at the same time, though, my like I said before, my productivity is it's it's minuscule compared to so many of the others that are out mm-hmm. there. So. Oh, yeah, same here, same here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So what what were those, what were those conventions like? Like, let's, let's go back to your first one. What was that first time actually sitting at a table, your table, your Uh books are right there. You have, you know, you, whatever sort of signage you had, whether it was Uh one of the retractable banners or whatever, Uh what was that whole experience like for you? Oh gosh. Um, Just being away. I, my daughter actually came with me to my first convention and uh, it's where I met most of my longtime author friends uh, that at that first mm-hmm. one, uh, I don't know if you know, Cambria Hebert. Um, the name sounds very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. She, well, she's a different genre than I am, but we became really good friends. <laughs> she's like one of my Excellent. best author friends. Oh, <clears throat> I met her there a lot, a lot of other readers. Um, we just, it's it's more like a getting to know your your Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah, it really time. is. Yeah, and, I, you know, I, yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Like, I, I just remember when uh, when one of my friends came over and just said, "Like, uh, Kim, read uh, Nora's here." Mm-hmm. And I just like ran over to her because I I had been talking to her for a couple of years, and this was finally right. finally our opportunity to meet in person. So yeah, I totally get get it. It awesome. was. It really yes. is just some, something really special to get to it is. see all these people in person. Like it really, yes. it really is so cool. Yes. Um, so, so what was, uh, what was the rest of it like? What was the, what was that whole it was, experience? It was different. It, it was, it was in the beginning of their, I think it was one of their first conventions. So um, it was still pretty new and mm-hmm. it was in the beginning, you know, when conventions were just starting and um it was, you know, it was so weird because, you know, people, I did get a couple of people that came up and they're like, oh, Camille Renee, you know, I read your uh-huh. Hidden Wings book. And, you know, so that was kind of like, wow. <laughs> so, so were people did? bringing, so were you people bringing their book? own copies? Were people bringing their own copies or did they um, wind up buying them at, at your table? They came to my table and bought just because they read the Kindle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So it was, gotcha. Yeah, so it was pretty. So they wanted awesome. to keep. So they wanted the keepsake paperback yeah. that, they can, that they can have signed and put up on their shelf. Yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So that was, you know, it's just, it's an amazing experience. Just to, just to even just be sitting next to other authors that, mm-hmm. you know, are doing that have the same passion as you. It's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it really is. I, I, I totally agree with you on that. It just, it's so inspiring. Like there are so mm-hmm. many people, there are over a hundred other authors. I can just like yes. just point to them and just say like, that's the kind of productivity I want. That's yes. the kind of message I want to come out mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And you just want to, as soon as those conventions are over, you just want to like, just get down and say like, okay, let's get that next one yes. going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It stirs you up. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So with that in mind, you've gotten 
that sort of experience, you've gotten to meet other authors, you've gotten to meet readers, you've got a fan base that's growing, mm -hmm. but there's something else that's been added to your resume now, which is something that, uh, that a lot of people covet, including myself, those wonderful letters, USA Today. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. How did that happen? Well, that, that actually, um, I was uh, a part of a group. It was um, mm -hmm. an anthology because I, mo all, almost all of my books, actually all of my books are with Amazon Kindle. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get the letters. Um, even if I came down into yeah. the top 100. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. um, yeah, because you have to have more than one um, platform that you do well in. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually went in and uh, I took my number one, uh, I, it was book one, it was mm -hmm. ARV3, um, which is a dystopian, it's book one in a dystopian um, post-apocalyptic romance. And I put it in an anthology with um, a few other authors. Mm -hmm. And um, we just, you know, did it as an anthology and just tried to market the heck out of it and yeah. um yeah it made the usa today best-selling list. <laughs> so, nice do you yeah. remember do you remember where it peaked i think it was um uh, i'm not i think it was at 108 that's fantastic i'm not mistaken yes <laughs> that is so cool that is so cool yeah. was, was that one was that one of them that uh was it rebecca hamilton was it uh was it done through her or was it done through other other people I don't think it was through Rebecca. I'm not exactly sure who it was done through, but um, there was, um, I know it was with uh, Audrey Gray. Um, oh, nice. uh, well, oh gosh, Julie Hall. Mm -hmm. um, there was a few others that are, we're, we're really good friends now <laughs> because of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, when, 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 it's, when it's something like that, you can't help but bond with everyone because it's, yes. it's that sort of feeling of, we're all in this together. Camaraderie. <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I've seen, I've seen so many different, so many different people mm -hmm. do those anthologies, and I have been just like kind of chomping at the bit for the opportunity to do one myself. Uh, right. But, but at the same time, it's just like, what am I? What kind of story would I be able to do? What one can right. I contribute to? Mm -hmm. And so were you listed, were you recognized as one of the, the top names in there or was it, was it something where you guys were working with a, someone who was a much more like kind of established name as like the driving force of the whole thing? I think it was just, you know, they just invited a whole bunch of indie authors that um, had names, you know, had followings and um, just wanted us all to get together and see what we could do. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. And and there, there are some people that that have that sort of mindset of, oh, they're just buying their space on the on the list. I don't think mm -hmm. that at all, because you guys are you guys are. Yeah, there's there's money that goes into it. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. is. It's not just money. There is so much work that goes into. Oh, that. gosh. Yes. <laughs> so much marketing work. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of marketing did, were you doing with that? Was it just social media? Was it out? Was it ads? A lot, Was a lot of social else? media. Yeah, they ran ads. Uh, we did a lot of social media. We did newsletters. We had to uh, do a bunch of newsletter swaps with friends and other authors. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just posting it in different groups and, you know, just trying to get it all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it definitely paid off considering that sort of, that sort of placement was yes. there. Did you get a, did you have a book bub as well? I or was this all think, without it? I think it was without the book bub. That's great. Yeah, that I think great. we did bookmark. I think we did ran some ads through them, but we didn't have a bookbub ad. Right. So right. yeah, which, may, which makes sense because from my understanding, they don't really do anthologies anyway. So right. So that so that works out. So that's that's fantastic that you were yeah. able to do that. That's that's so cool. Yes. <laughs> so, so you so you have that sort of real kind of growing momentum. Now you have those letters behind you. You know, like you got them on every cover. Were all the covers kind of retrofitted to add that USA Today label on there? No, the um just the ones that um after that anthology I put I started putting them on, but the other ones still don't have it on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. Absolutely. So with so with all of that that you've got going, you've gotten how many how many uh series do you have now? I have uh I think one, two, three. I have um five series. One is actually being written, one is a standalone, but I do have three complete series. Nice. And are they yeah. are they all are they all just on their own or are they part of like a shared universe or anything like that? The first um, in my dreams is actually a duology. Um, it's it's just book one and two. That's of my my debut, and mm -hmm. then the Hidden Wings series is its own. It's it has uh, eight books, but it actually mm. um, one three of those books are a spinoff from that nice. series. Nice. And then I do have my um, dystopian series, the Afterlight Saga, um, which is five books of its own. And cool. I'm working on, I do, and I also have a standalone, which is Mysteria, which is a, a middle grade fantasy. And um, I'm working on the Air of Blood and Fire series right now. Cool. Cool. And have you ever, have you ever had the opportunity to take some characters from others other series and just drop them into other ones is kind of like little cameo appearances or I some, actually did some that sort of like um, crossover I actually did that in uh the I was a part of the monster ball anthology just recently um the monster ball year three and oh, cool. I dropped one of my main characters from the hidden wing series into that one because a lot of readers are saying he, this person needs his own needs a story. We need to know what's going on with him. So I threw him in the anthology. Nice. <laughs> and I told him, now if you want to know what's going on with him, you have to read that. There you go. There you go. That's, so that's the way to do it. I just killed two birds with one stone. <laughs> that is that's perfect. That's exactly the way you do it. I remember there was they they had done that a lot in um, for the Matrix Reloaded. Mm -hmm. Because you know they introduce this character and they're just called the kid, and right. you you can pretty much see that he's got some sort of a story to him in mm -hmm. that movie. But there is a in the Animatrix, there's a whole short film dedicated to him and how mm -hmm. he woke up, 
So that sort of thing where you get to kind of play with all the different types of media is a lot of fun as well. Have you thought about right. doing that? Like uh, taking, you have the, you just, just like what you mentioned before, um, have you considered bringing in any other sort of multimedia or is it just sticking with the written world? Um, you know, I would love to, it's just, I, I would, I don't know. I don't have an agent yet and I'm still searching. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, I, I would love to have uh, different media. My books um, are in audible, most of them. So that's, um, yeah, <clears throat> but I would love to see other media come out. I, I, I don't know. A lot of my readers are like, you know, we should make that a movie. But I know a lot of other authors, their readers also say the same thing. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> it, sure it is do. a dream. It is a dream uh, for an author, I know, to to have to see their oh, yeah. books on the big screen or even on a series. I mean, that's yeah. equally as amazing. So yeah, now it is, especially, especially you know, with uh, with the movie theater industry kind of in flux yes. as it is. Mm -hmm. Who knows what, what it's going to wind up being when we all come out of this exactly exactly so you have so you have all of this that's been that's been going on um you said you were also looking for an agent so you're definitely sounds like you're definitely on the move to always improve yourself which is yes awesome it's what an excelsior journey is all about yes and so with that what sort of tips do you have for the author that is trying to get their first project out there that's trying to get their first story written what do you what sort of uh, words would you have to say to them to kind of encourage them to keep going um you know writing is it, it's not an easy thing but if you love it um mm -hmm. you will it, i mean it's 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 in you <laughs> yeah yeah you know i mean it's something that's in you and you know, once you finish the book, just write the book, just mm -hmm. write it from beginning to end, even if, you know, you're not so sure about it, because you can always go back and make changes. And yeah. um, the editing is, I, you know, I've learned throughout the years that editing is very, very, very important. And you really want a book <laughs> yeah. as polished as you can, you know, because right, I mean, these days, there are so many people that nitpick on, uh, you know, little things. So, you know, to put out a polished book, you know, as, as good as it can be, as yeah. um, is very, is very, very, very important. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, yeah, so I would say, you know, just write the book, you just write your story, whatever's in your heart, just, I mean, even like, sometimes when I get in the story, and I get to a part and I think of writing it a certain way and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know how readers will take this because it's really way out there. But mm -hmm. when I do just write what is in my heart and what I'm thinking about, that's actually the parts that the readers love the most. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, just even the, as wild as it may seem, write it down. <laughs> yep. And it sounds like the, the real kind of adage is trust yourself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So where can my listeners find you on social media? Um, I do have a website. Um, it's uh, www.cameorene.com. And Renee mm -hmm. is R-E-N-A-E. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, all my links and all my books are there. Or you can actually find me on Amazon if you just um, type in Cameo Renee. 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm there Fabulous. with all my books as well. Yeah, and they're all my books are all with mm-hmm. Kindle Unlimited. So you know, a lot of people have that. Um, of the Blood right now, I think is um, Kindle picked it up for a deal this this month, and it's one ninety nine the first book. So that's great. Yeah, that's great. so tap off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> hey, hey, there's no shame here. <laughs> there's. <laughs> No shame here, no judgment, nothing. This is this is what the show is all about. And this is what this is what writing is all about. This is what storytelling yes. is all about. This is what creating is all about. And it's those two big words. Trust mm-hmm. yourself. Yes. To get, to get those to get those stories out there. Yes. They always say that every story has been told, mm-hmm. but that's not right. That's not tr- that's not tr- that's not true because your story has not been told. That's, that's what, right. That's something that ev- that everyone needs to remember is that there may be a finite m- types number of stories that are out mm-hmm. there, but there is an infinite, infinite number play, of ways number to tell of that story. To tell them exactly, <laughs> yes. exactly. And the main thing that you that you can only give, you can only have that's that you can truly claim as your own is your own vision. Your own, mm-hmm. your own ideas for how to see something through, and those words that I really hope all of you, who are doing National Novel Writing Month right now, even beyond that, even if you're just starting to pick up a pen for the first time and start putting together a character to see where it goes, trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You will eventually find your, yourself on that path which will lead you on the Excelsior journey that everyone deserves to be on. And so for Cameo Renee, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward, and I will see you next week. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you've never been an Audible customer and want to see what they offer, just go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And with this free 30-day trial, you'll have your pick of it all. You can hear books of all genres narrated by Jim Dale, Stephen Fry, Will Patton, Alex Hyde-White, Jeff Brick, Neil Shaw, William Demerit, and even a few by me, George Soroy. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and start your own 30-day journey with Audible today.